Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 597 Podcast. Today, we're shooting episode 7. Kelvin and I, were just going to have a casual conversations about a couple of things that happened this week, especially in Suriname. Um, yeah, how are you doing, Kel? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm off work right now, so I couldn't be better, to be honest. Okay, sweet. Um, what about you? Um, I've just been busy. I've been trying to figure out what to do with my fitness stuff. Um, I'm moving this week. No, not this week. My bad. Next month, September. Um, actually, my birthday week. We um, have a different space that we're getting into. We live in a two-story building. We have like people below us. And it's just, it's hard to live life when you have to like take other people's schedule into consideration, like noise and stuff like that. So we're looking for a more private spot. Um, so it's yeah. also be more expensive. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of things going on. I currently, I'm just working part-time as a courier. So I'm trying to get my fitness stuff going. So it's just a lot of things. There's a lot of uncertainty. I'm scared. We talked about this last week. You know, I have that, I have that, that stone in my throat. You know that feeling? Bit of anxiety. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bit of worry, but that's only natural. Yeah, but it's but not fun. No, you just gotta, just gotta take a leap of faith and see where it takes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like even talking to you right now, like swallowing, it's really hard. It's just, I think, <laughs> I think I'm stressed. Um, Freak it out. But but yeah, but it's life, right? Like, yeah, it's just one of those seasons. I've had a couple of. I have a couple of nice seasons. Now it's it's winter. It's winter time. It's winter time in the bulwark household. So <laughs> we're <laughs> just a lot, a lot of stuff yeah. going on. Um, but yeah, no, I have my tools. I have my little tool belt, you know, to, like I got my, my little tricks. Yeah, belt. yeah, yeah. I got my <laughs> utility belt. Um, I'm, I'm equipped. I'm equipped. It just sucks. And it's yeah. okay, right? Like it, it sucks. And I understand that it sucks, but it's it's also okay. It's okay that it sucks. So it's, it's not always going to be like this. Hmm, exactly. Yeah. 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 You don't know where you'll be a couple of months from now. Yeah. You just you just don't know. Just gotta keep going as best you can. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, all um, we can do. Yeah. Unless I, uh, you get randomly hit, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I met with a couple of gyms just to see if I could work with them and it's just not something that I want to do just the, the, their business the way they run the business is not what I got into fitness for um oh, the stuff you were talking about last yeah yeah the, uh, the episode that wasn't yeah. recorded correctly yeah yeah we so did an like... episode actually last week but the, we had some sound tech difficulties so um we never aired it but yeah it's just the whole fitness scene in America and just social media and everything. It's everybody wants a quick fix. Everybody wants an easy way out. And I'm not that type of trainer. Now I'm not also the boot camp military guy, um, you know, that says you have to suffer all the time, but there is no cutting corners with excellence. There's no cutting corners when it comes to getting a six pack or Losing weight. You don't even have to have a six pack. Even if it's just like losing weight consistently. It's it's not easy. Mm -hmm. It's hard. You're gonna have to be on a regimen. You're gonna have to eat less calories. You're gonna have to move more. You're gonna have to wake up earlier. You're gonna have to do a lot of things that you don't want to do. 
And I can't just be the trainer that says, hey, do these five minute workouts, do these 30 minute workouts. All you need to do is sit ups and then you're going to get a six pack, right? Like it's, it's not who I want to be and it's not how I want to run a business. So yeah. But doing that is pretty good, isn't it though? Even if you're doing like, if you do a little bit more than you do, you know, like if, if like a lot of people don't do anything at all, right? Yeah. So doing just a little bit more is but doing sit-ups is technically do so just doing sit-ups is technically a waste of time. You might as well just sit-ups. go for a walk. Sit-ups. What what's a sit-up? Like crunches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Crunches is basically because really? a lot of people well, say like, I, I, like I can't imagine it's good for your back doing those. Do it. Um, it's not bad. It depends on <laughs> if you know you, you obviously want a mat, and like you, you don't want to just do it on concrete, but you have yeah. to strengthen the core muscle. But it's not for weight loss or flattening your tummy. That's just diet. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay, so a lot of yeah. people think you can uh, do focused exercises like yes, yes. Like if like I just do sit ups, that's gonna remove. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's definitely not a Yeah, yeah, no, no. You have and to also, reduce yeah. the whole body. Yeah, yes, okay. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just a lot of things. And I see a lot of Instagram influencers just selling products and selling people quick fixes. And it's, yeah, it's an easy way to make money. But like I said, that's not how I, why I got in the business for. So I I feel like I'm going to struggle and that scares me. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it's been a week since that conversation. How do you, have you made any progress towards it? So... How do well, I... you said you've seen a few more gyms. You, uh, have you signed up to any more gyms? Because wasn't that what happened <laughs> no, no. the first time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, actually, I came from a gym today. We had a conversation. I took a test just to see where my knowledge is and stuff like that. And he was like, hey, if you, you know, want to work with us, let, let me know. But I'm just thinking. It was, it was decent. I, I didn't mind it. But if I'm going to be hustling for somebody else, I might, it might as well be for me. If that makes um, sense. I have a feeling. What have you been looking at? Like smaller gyms, like people who have the same principles and focus yeah. as you. Because if if you're looking at commercial gyms, that it's gonna yeah. be the same all around, isn't it? Where they're trying to sell. Yeah, I mean, I went to like memberships and all that stuff. Yeah, I went to smaller gyms. However, it's not a partnership. They want you to work for them, and. Obviously, well, if they pay your pension and all that stuff, they don't pay well. They you get paid like thirteen dollars an hour in these smaller businesses, which is not a lot of money. It's not money you actually I could live on. So you know, it wasn't your plan to go to people's houses like a mobile yeah, trainer yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, why can't you just do that? Right now, my hours are not. I work in the afternoon. Not a lot of people. Unless you've been active your entire life, unless you've been somebody like me and wake up six o'clock, seven o'clock, ready to go <laughs> and ready to go and go to the gym. Yeah. A lot of people are not willing to do that. People want to do it. I don't know if you have, have you ever gone to a gym around between five and eight? It's impossible to find equipment because everybody's there. Everybody's there between five and eight because people come home from work and then they hit mm. the gym in the morning. Like I used to go to the to my gym at six. That's only because I used to swim early in the morning. But yeah. even then, it'd be busy. But then there's also people 
going because it opens at six. Oh, well, the one I went to, and then people would do a quick workout before work. Yeah, and then they go to yeah. work straight away. But those people don't need a personal trainer because they already established that routine to wake up and go do it, right? So they're usually yeah. people that know what they're doing. The people that need help are the people that cannot get out of bed at six o'clock and and go do it. Which most people don't want to do it. They want to do it after work when the gyms are busy and crazy. Right. So that's the thing I'm struggling with right now. It's like I have to change Time. my hours. Yeah. Cause I don't want to just quit my job and then jump into this head first. You know, I, I still want to have like a sustainable source of income and then do that as a side hustle. So yeah, so I'm either I'm trying to go to an AM position, um, but it's just taking longer than expected. So right now I'm a little bit more at the mercy of the people I'm working for for a morning position to open up so I can start doing my business in the afternoon, if that makes sense. Didn't um, I saw the news recently that the U.S. drivers got a massive increase yeah, in like forty nine dollars an hour. What? Uh, does UPS not work there? Can you try and find a? The thing is, I, I think I don't. I don't. I've made up my mind that if I want to pursue this fitness thing because I kind of want to work for myself. I don't. Mm. I don't want to punch the clock. I, I love being a, a career. I I love used to work. I I love working for UPS when I worked for them. I I, I loved it. I like the people I work with. It's just you don't have time. You work. From you wake up at eight, you get ready, you have to be there at like nine thirty, you get done at like six, seven o'clock at night every single day. Like it's every it's day. day. Your your whole day it's gone. So yes, you you exchange your valuable time for money, but you you need to spend that money. Job. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's 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 easy because you make a lot of money. You can make over 120k a year. I'm doing that job. And then you take your, you know, your four weeks of vacation, but you miss out on, if you have kids, you miss out on soccer games, you miss out on family, you know, time. Um, if we well, have kids. Well, what do you mean? Is it, it's, it's it's not a seven day week, is it? No, but you work weeks. Like if your kids has a soccer game, it's not going to be on the weekends. In America, it's like usually it throughout the week. No, it's throughout the week. They have like oh. games throughout the week. It's not just a Saturday or Sunday thing. I mean, obviously there are Saturday and Sunday leagues, but like when there's school, they're they have like oh they also schools. yeah okay like yeah, yeah, yeah. high school games and football games um, yeah I get yeah I get yeah so you miss out okay. on all of those things and you know yeah, but that's any job isn't it okay but that, that's, that's why, why you would rather work for yourself and that's why I'm trying to time. put myself in a position <laughs> where I'll be able to do those things and it might not happen right like I might have to just bite the bullet at some point and be like hey this isn't working out might as well just go work for the machine right and secure a paycheck and then my family's just gonna have to deal with me not being there um but that that's 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 a future that's a future problem Hopefully it might it happen. happen yeah, yeah, yeah. It might. I mean, that's what most people yeah. have to do. I, 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 this is one of the reasons why I really like my job because, like, I just worked three days. <clears throat> okay. Um, yesterday was a long day. It was like fourteen hours or something. Yeah. But, um, I'm off now until Saturday. Oh, nice. So, so it's it. it I get stints of time off, which I can do stuff like this. You know. 
record a podcast and edit it, yeah. play video games or whatever. And uh, <laughs> like hopefully, oh, oh, some more healthy things, hopefully. Yeah. But um, like this morning I went for a walk to the to the beach with my girlfriend, so that was nice. But yeah. um, it's like on one hand it sucks because she works way more than me like she works six days a week and it's kind of like we sometimes there are weeks where we barely see each other like we'll see mm. each other for an hour if if that just because we're working opposing shifts or yeah. whatever yeah so it's it on that in that aspect it sucks but on the other hand i do like that i can do stuff like whatever i want to do on this, that time off Oh yeah, I mean so, that's that sounds like a very nice schedule actually. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's meant to get better soon, so I'll be but I'll be working longer shifts, so it'll be twelve hour days, but um, I'll have like three or four days off every week, so that to me is way more appealing than working nine to five every every day. day. You know, Monday yeah. to Friday. The only yeah. thing is shift work i don't think shift work is healthy for you because i work nights and early mornings you know afternoon shifts so it's like i don't think that is sustainable in the long run because obviously you you never have a good sleep schedule so mm -hmm. and i don't think that's the healthiest thing for a human being yeah but um that's the downside to it but for me i'm, I'm looking forward to this new this new router hopefully when it comes in where i'll be in way less yeah because i don't it's just i think it's better yeah yeah having more time to myself yeah I, I i don't know if you saw my video the other day like we we shouldn't envy people because we envy the results and we don't envy what's being sacrificed and put in right so when you hear all of these things of you know and they got this 49 dollars an hour raise and like yeah. that's a lot of money but you don't see what they like i said sacrifice they sacrifice spending time with family you work longer hours you're in the sun you're in the heat you're in winter like when all mm. of those elements starts hitting it's 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 not a glorious job man it's it's a hard job no. to do you're gone a lot you miss out a lot and you work a lot you work really hard and i feel like they're fairly compensated so you know you, you can't you can't hate on that but it's it's not a job, I guess, if you are like a real, like a family person and you just want to be there a lot. But then again, most successful people are, you know, like people with a lot of money. They're probably mm -hmm. never around because you have to you have to sacrifice somewhere, I guess. Yeah. Maybe I'm just delusional in, dream in dreaming that that I could do both. I don't know, but I'm I'm willing to try. I'm willing to find out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, I, I think I'm I'm. Because, you know, most work weeks are 40 hours long, right? I Mine is an average of 35. So it averages over... Like, sometimes I'm in work 30 hours a week. Sometimes it's more. But over the, mm -hmm. the, the rotor period, it averages at 35. So I'm working five hours less than the average person. And my salary is pretty good. It's pretty good. Like, not by American standards, but here. Okay. Um, so I, I think I'm lucky and I don't have a boss. It's like, kind of, I suppose like you, where you're in the truck, you got no one yeah. else there with you. Yeah. You're, yeah. Are you, are you, it's not like, we have, have you seen those though. Amazon trucks that, that freaking look at everything that you do? That, yeah. Oh, they seem, they, there's cameras. 
Oh, freaking hell. No, and no. I mean, we, yeah, yeah. We have CCTV, but yeah. there's no one. I don't think there's anyone My looking truck, at what we're you're, doing. If you're tailgating on accident, whatever, the truck will tell you to increase following distance. You'll hear this really? ger generic voice. Please increase following distance. What what, what is it? What, what truck is it? Uh, I have there's like Mercedes um, Sprinter vans. They're pretty Ooh. fancy. Yeah, they're pretty fancy. I like them. And they also have like the older models trucks, like the box trucks and stuff like that. But are those Sprinter vans? Do they get abused? Because I, I had this idea. Of, you know, you know the whole um, converting a van into like a mm -hmm, a house. Like a camp, a, yeah, a camper, yeah. a house or whatever. House, yeah. Um, and I was thinking about because Amazon use a lot of those Sprinter vans, and I was thinking about oh, in a couple of years they're gonna want to get rid of those and buy new ones, so maybe a cheap Sprinter van will come up. But I was wondering if it's being driven by a delivery driver, like an Amazon one, it'll be probably be very abused. I mean, those things they go do they? There's there's trucks that have probably like million miles on them so <laughs> so yeah there's they they keep them for a long time i don't think i would not i, I don't even know what the policy is on changing trucks so i, I cannot speak on that i don't know if they sell them i don't know if they send them to the uh, scrapyard like i, I don't know mm -hmm. so yeah I, I cannot give you an answer on that well i think i don't know how it is in america but here for our company they Okay, I I work for a local government company that runs the public transport in the area. So we do the ferries, which I work on, and there's a couple of tunnels that go under the river in, that connects the city to a you know the neighboring area. Um, so the tunnel is a toll, so they pay. So that's where the company that I work for make the most of their money. Mm -hmm. Um, but they they do run maintenance on all the things, so they would do maintain the bus depots and other things. So they used to own all their maintenance vans, but now they're going into a way of instead of buying them and having to maintain them for years, they lease they start they leasing lease them, them, yeah, and then they just the lease company will take care of it in three years yeah. time or whatever. Yeah. So I, I don't know how it works. works I know in Suriname. In Suriname, you know when those huge uh, mining companies came over, hmm. they they would just bury them in the mines. That's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, and bury them. Yeah, Why? they would dig a, a big hole and just bury them because I don't know if they want to deal with everything, the paperwork and stuff like that. But the ones that are in like decent conditions, they would like sell off to the staff, like people who work there are able to buy it. Mm. But yeah, they do do that. Yeah, they they, they do that every so often here, like. Because they still own some of the vans, yeah. and be like, when one's coming to the end of its life, they were like, yeah. well, "Does anyone want to buy this?" And it's like super cheap. So, what are your shipping companies there? Do you have like Amazon? Is there like an Amazon fulfillment center? I don't know where the hell it is. I mean, I think they're in the city. So there's two local cities nearby, Preston and Liverpool. They're there. Like whenever you see a package coming delivered, it's coming from one of those. Um, but you do you you do have an Amazon um service that you could use. Yeah. Okay. And I freaking they're crazy. Those drivers are crazy, man. Like they I don't cuz I think their schedule is insane. Oh yeah. So they I don't know what it would be, but they have to deliver so much within so much time. They're all timed mm -hmm. and they have to follow the route exactly all that stuff. 
Um, I think here we in America, we've got all the big ones. We, yeah. Well, not not FedEx or okay. We have UPS, DHL, UPS, DHL, UPS, yeah, and the local, um, the the Royal Mail is a big okay. package delivery service now. So the that was, um, like a nationalized postal company. Yeah. So I suppose like, is it is UPS? Is that or do you have? U- a US, U.S. postal service. U- it's USB? called US, USPS. Okay, USPS. Yeah. So it'd be like them. Okay. That w- that's what Royal Mail is like. And they were sold. They became a privatized company some time ago. But it was owned by the government yeah. and run for the people. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah. It's, um, I think UPS, they move like 30 million packages a day or something like that. So that's yeah, and then Amazon is just massive. Like Amazon is just massive. They're just they're just massive. They're everywhere. Um, I'm gonna change topic here. I just want to say I don't uh oh. I don't I don't like the way Amazon work. Like it sounds horrific working for them. Like the yeah. people in the warehouses and the delivery drivers. It just sounds like it's it sounds like they'd rather have robots. Working for them than actual human beings, yeah, but, yeah, yeah it, like timed pee breaks and stuff. Like, oh, they're time. I don't. See, I I don't even know because I when I was looking to become a courier, I was like, Amazon is not even on the list. Like, I was I didn't even look into how they do stuff because I I heard yeah. stories and I was like, you know what? Yeah, no. Um, no. But definitely, you if you want to be a courier, I want to say UPS is obviously the pay. They they they're they're great. I love FedEx as well. Um, they're they're great. I will say this. That's I I don't think it's such a good career in this country compared to it or what it seems to be over there. Yeah, America's massive, dude. America's so big. Yeah. So yeah, it's people always are gonna need their stuff delivered. So it's I would say job security is is probably great. Um, Do you know what this just this... reminded me of? Uh huh. Um. Um. Remember. We were you you were in America during the lockdown, right? Yeah. So I don't know how it was over there, but over here you could only go outside once a day for exercise, um, or if you actually worked for something that needed mm-hmm. you, like uh, doctors and nurses and all that stuff. But um, I for some reason I had to go to work sometimes, but um, so the only people who were allowed outside were delivery drivers because um packages still needed to deliver be delivered right yeah, yeah um some time ago i don't remember what it was i think it came out on the ps4 there was a game called death stranding have you heard of it yeah do you know what the premise is no it's just a guy carrying a baby right yeah yeah he's carrying a baby but his job is to deliver packages he's a deliver <laughs> he's a courier so I thought this game is so damn stupid. He's in this apocalyptic world and he's just walking around delivering packages. But then when the pandemic happened, I was like, freaking hell, this is exactly what it's like. The yeah. only people allowed outside are <laughs> curious. So it's like, whoa. When yeah. when the pandemic happened, I, I worked for UPS and everybody started. So the volume just shot up. I was mm. working like 14 hour days. I was It was insane. I woke up at two o'clock, went to the warehouse, worked 
till like 10 and then I would go home, sleep an hour and then they would call me, hey, do you want to help a driver? I was like, yeah, I'll go. And I'll work till like okay. 9 o'clock at night, go to bed, wake up at like 4 in the morning, go back to work. It was insane. Um, but I made a lot of money wow. during that time. Um, so to switch topic here real quick. So something interesting happened to me this week. Okay. So I'm at the gym. I'm working out. I wear like my necklaces and stuff like that. So I have this one. Um, so for the people watching that don't know me, I'm half indigenous and half my dad's African Surinamese, <laughs> I would say the majority, right? Like he's, he's a black guy. My dad's a black guy, but if we want to break it down, I am 50% indigenous, 30% African, 10% Asian and 10% European. That's what I'm made out of. Um, but I, I think I'm either more black and then indigenous. Those are the two um, groups that I feel comfortable in saying that I am. However, I wear these jewelries because my mom's indigenous. I'm indigenous. I have one with a, um, a boar's, a wild boar's tusk on it. It's, it's in the room yeah. somewhere. And I, I wear them a lot. And there's this one dude that walked up to me in the gym. And he's like, dude, I like your necklace, man. Like, like, where are you from? And I always have an icebreaker when I meet new people. I'll, I'll either yeah. make a joke or something like that. So with that, I have a story for that necklace. I got that necklace at um, Galibi, which is where my family is technically from. Um, I just got it there. I didn't hunt anything to get it. I just, I just, I, I got it there. But I always make a joke. I always say that. So when somebody asks me, what what is what does that necklace represent? I, I always start out with a joke and the joke goes like this. You see in my culture, when you come of age, you have to wrestle a boar. And you have to kill it and eat it, and then you get to keep a tusk as a trophy. And usually the response is like, yo, that's so dope. <laughs> and then I, I I was like, no, I'm joking. Like that's how it goes, yeah. right? So they freak yeah. out. I, I wait a couple of seconds and then I tell them like I'm I'm joking. It it's a wild boar tusk. <laughs> I'm indigenous, but I did not hunt it. It's it's from back home. But I wear these jewelries just to remind me that I come from a humble place, so I don't get entitled, um, an entitled American, technically, right? Like I okay. there there's it's it's a reminder. It keeps me grounded. It doesn't matter how successful I become or what happens. I know where I come from, and I want to stay humble. But this guy's reaction. Because he didn't have an accent whatsoever. He was like, yo, I'm from Africa. I had to do that exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, like, I'm sorry if you watched this video. Because I, I didn't, I, I, I felt so stupid that I, I didn't say anything. I was like, cool. And then I just walked away. So now there's a guy Whoa. in the gym that thinks that I'm this, this warrior who killed a wild boar with his, with his hand, ate it, and took the tusk. And I didn't correct him because I felt so stupid. Like I felt so, I felt very stupid making that <laughs> joke. But I've never had that 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 reaction before. Yeah. Like he's legit from Africa. He's like the chiefs want you to kill a, a wild boar. You have to eat it at night, and that's your initiation into manhood. And um, yeah, mine was just a joke, which <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. But yeah, you know, Whoa. I know it, it was that's cool. 
Uh, you actually met a real warrior. I did. Yeah. Hey, what are you talking about, real warrior? I'm a real warrior. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I felt so stupid. I called my wife. I was like, I've done something stupid. I don't know how to correct this. I don't know. Now I don't want to go back and tell him it was a joke because I I'm, I'm afraid to offend him and his culture. You know, like hey, yeah. So. I'll probably correct it at some point. Or if he sees this video, he'll know. He'll know that I'm yeah. fraud. <laughs> no, that's crazy. What if he was joking as well? Hmm. I don't know. What if he he's was, just a quick guy? He was massive, so... I didn't want to question okay. him. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of... Um, speaking of, you know, tribes and stuff like that. So, in Suriname... I'm not explaining this to you. I'm explaining this to the viewers. So just just so you guys know. Um, so in Suriname, there's a bunch of... Um, there are five main cultures, right? There's the, the Japanese people from Java, the people from China, people from India, the indigenous, and then the Afro-Surinamese people. But the majority of the Afro-Surinamese people in Suriname, they kept their culture, they kept the language, they kept the way they wear um, the, their clothes and stuff like that. And they still live in the jungle. Some of them still live off because they're the Marines, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, they they're runaway slaves basically um, that formed groups in the jungle and and formed villages. So people still live there. But this little boy, there was a, a we don't I don't know the extent I don't know how he got lost, but there was a little boy, nine years old, who was lost for two weeks. Nine year old kid. Two weeks lost in the jungle of Suriname, and he survived. And so, is this a maroon boy? I think he's a yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a Saramakaner or an Alkaner, but okay, yeah, yes, yes. He was. He, so he was Boslan Creole. Yes, is that, yes. Is that, is that still the technical term? I think so. I have no idea. Okay. I yeah, I don't okay. know. But yeah, so excuse me. So Marons are runaway slaves that's what they called them back then and then they formed tribes when they left the um the plantations and they would come back they would raid the plantations and recruit more slaves and then they kept on fighting against um the white man so there are still pockets of those tribes in Suriname but it's a pretty interesting story i, I might have to look more into it i don't think there has there's been one interview done which i am not the biggest fan of so the vice president of Suriname flew the boy over. The vice president of Suriname is is a, a, a Bosnian Creole. The king, well. the king, right? Yeah, yeah, he got crowned king, which I don't even know how you do that. Um, but he had the boy in his arm as they flew him into the city, and he was doing an interview with the boy in his arm. Like, dude, this kid needs to be in the hospital. Why are you doing an interview? So that was that was pretty interest that was pretty interesting um way of doing things. But yeah man the, the the little boy survived. I'm curious to what he ate. I'm I'm curious to how he did it cuz a 9-year-old kid to survive 2 weeks in the jungle where there's like there's things that want to eat you. There's things that want to kill you. You know, but I'm assuming that let alone the world freaking mosquitoes. Oh yeah. Snakes, freaking yeah. just a little thing you're Yeah. Yeah, let alone pretty... that dehydration. But I suppose if he's near a river, you can always drink that. Yeah, I guess. Or you can do yeah. bear grills and drink your pee. <laughs> well, I don't. I wouldn't recommend that. 
But um, yeah, man, it's a pretty interesting story. Can you imagine being lost for two weeks in the jungle as an adult? But think about it. This is a kid. Yeah. So as an adult, I would freak out. Can you imagine if you're a kid, nine years old, and you're just lost by yourself? It's cold. It's wet. Oof. Man. If I, if I think back to when I was nine, I'd freaking, I'd die. <laughs> Me too, probably. I was pretty, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was pl- freaking playing PlayStation then, you know? <laughs> uh, Toy Story 2 on the PlayStation oh, 1. Yeah, so it was like, it's not, <laughs> wouldn't be capable of surviving anyway. Yeah. But these little boys, man, there's a, there was a video trending for a while about this, I think it was this 14, 13, maybe 12 year old boy was steering a canoe in the middle of the jungle in like between the rapids and they're just like at that age they already know how to navigate the rivers at 13 years old 10 years old 12 years old they already know how to navigate the rivers which is pretty amazing if you think about it well that's how they travel that's their main form of transport isn't it Um, yeah Oh, here we go. So a nine-year-old boy missing. Lawaha, lawah, 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 or it was in French territory. Did they see soldiers or something? I thought, frick it. Okay, this is while he was still missing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that is... It's terrifying. It is. It is, but he's a right if man. you think... Because I've... You know... At the back of Reisdijk, where Upabali used to live, um, we used to go on little jungle walks with him. It's the jungle isn't navigable, you know, no? like you can't. It's 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 built up. It's every tree looks you need the to be same. careful <laughs> everywhere you stand. Needs, you need to be careful where you stand. Yeah, and just two weeks, he would have had to build some type of shelter, right? To yeah, some you needed to find places to sleep. Yeah, I'm interested. Like just, I'm interested to find out if somebody's gonna interview him at some point. We might have to come back to this topic later to see how he survived yeah. the jungle. Um, yeah, but, what he ate. But then again, you you wouldn't need to eat technically for you could survive. Weeks, yeah, two you weeks could with, survive two weeks. Um, it's it's water. But you need water. Water. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember though, and you know, obviously, I don't think he had a machete on him, but. Have you ever drank of the vines? Has Opabali ever cut a vine up for you to drink out of? I I've I've seen it, but I don't think I've ever tasted it. Yeah, I remember honest. when I was a kid, I would go with my dad, ja- my dad, like in the jungle, and we would walk and walk and walk and walk, and that guy could go forever, and I would whine, you know, like hum hum thirsty, <laughs> and this guy would just walk up to one of these vines. Cut it, 
in two pieces and he would say hold it like this and then water would drip out of the fine it was pretty magical actually it was a pretty amazing um thing but then he would be like oh but you have to be careful with that one because that one is poisonous and they look exactly (laughs) the same (laughs) i was like what You've just you've just reminded me of like this this is this is one of my I've been having this I've had this dream, right? That is my ideal job. Like I want to <laughs> it's gonna sound bad, but um <laughs> so I want I, I wanted to to study with Opa or some other person that knows the jungle really well mm-hmm. and, and and just spend time with them for like five years or something. Until I know so much about the jungle that I can start giving tourists tours in the jungle um and then sell them little sticks from the jungle for 50 euros you know so they can... <laughs> but you know like oh look at this jungle stick you know um but uh uh yeah so that i'd love to do that like maybe like take take people into the jungle once a week and then the rest yeah. of the week i'm just relaxing my hammock like a native american should uh, <laughs> um you know just take it easy but uh so that's just reminded me because I wish I wish I could have spent some time with Opa in the jungle because yeah. he, he knew a lot. He knew a lot about it. Yeah. Even though I, he was he was a city city boy, wasn't he? When he was uh, not necessarily. Was so uh, no, I think there are so periods of time where he was in the city and then he was in Mungo and he was you know okay. in in the race deck. So it's it's a little bit dispersed over time where he was, but you know like his grandfather Gudupa is what they called him was I don't know much about him was he I rich? Don't know, I don't know no I don't think so but I don't know why because his grandma was <laughs> called Guduma which I think means precious I think oh uh, yeah sure. Gudu also yeah, yeah, does yeah. mean can be precious, like, yeah. oh it's my, my, my precious yeah 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 so <laughs> he was like you know he was a hunter as well he knew the jungle so i think my dad just learned a lot of things from them i wish i could go back and learn as well like as much as i could but yeah we can go back because i was focused on other things as well <laughs> when we were younger we had this conversation yeah um second thing so <laughs> there was this video where a delivery driver was walking into a business to deliver some produce mm. locks eye with a client who's eating and the client looks at him asking why why are you looking at me why are you looking at me the guy was like i'm just trying to do my job just you know walking do you, does anyone have any um does anyone know what was actually said has as some witnesses released uh, no, there's said? no statements. It's just based because off because it was the... just a silent video, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could see the body language, right? Like yeah. the guy was like, and the other guy was confused, and he was like looking around to see if <laughs> is, is everybody seeing what's going on right now, type of deal, <laughs> right? So he was looking around. I you saw the video. I'm just explaining it for the yeah. people. Um, he's looking around, very confused. Client then stands up as the delivery driver walks away and wham, he just smacks him on the side of the head and starts yeah. starts beating this kid up, which is a younger kid. The one thing I don't understand about this story is he was later arrested 
by Erbete, which is like a special unit of um, police force, I think, in Suriname. Yeah. And the pictures that were released, like his eyes were closed, his jaw got dislocated, had a cut on the back of his head. And I was like, there's so much missing in the story. So that that guy that was arrested and those pictures, yes. did they, that's the guy that attacked the... The, the younger driver. kid, yes. Oh, he lo- he kind of looked like Cat Williams. I was wondering he had like he a does. permed hair. And yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, so like, I'm confused because is he from Suriname? Because some comments were like, that guy's got to be a foreigner or he's something. Du- he's Dutch, like he's... so he has a Dutch passport, okay. but he lives in Suriname, right? But now I'm confused because if you go and arrest somebody, unless unless he put up a crazy fight. There's no way, even if he, you know, even if he, uh, what's the word, assaulted, because I heard he assaulted like three or four people before he assaulted that kid. Yeah, so he might have some mental issues. I don't know, you know, but he's like, he's a businessman. He's a business owner. He owns a business. And out of nowhere. What, the mafia? Is that the, is he a mobster or something? I I do not know, but there's so many plot holes. Why is he story. So they arrest them, beat him up, and then let him go? Yeah. Like, how are there pictures of him out there? I know. So now I'm thinking, like, if it's the law coming to arrest you, why would they beat you up like that? Like, why, you know, his jaw was dislocated, left eye was Unless closed. The, the kid has family in the police. Mm. That could explain things. Yeah. But all I'm saying is that's a form of police brutality if if that's what went down. Would you not say? Look, any third world country, don't mess with the police, all right? Because they're going to beat you up. Just don't, don't, If you're in America or, or the West, yeah, you can get away with chatting some, some crap back to them. But any prayer like that, just don't, don't do yeah. it. You're an idiot. Yeah. Because... Yeah. <laughs> What are you like? We've talked about this before. That there's no. What are you gonna do? Hire a lawyer to to oh, yeah, sue the no. police? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, you're just gonna you're gonna lose money. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm, um, I'm, like, I don't think it's not right. Yeah, it's not right. Saying, but that's and, that's yeah. what you get for living in the third I'm I also mean, con- I'm also conflicted, right? Because what he did, he hit somebody for no reason, just for looking at him. He basically assaulted. I I had to rewatch the video because I yeah. thought. Like, was he gonna? Did he hit him on the yeah. way in, inside no. the door? You know, like accidentally punching. So I thought, yeah. God, it it looks it just looks like it out happened. of like, nowhere. I think I'll try and post the video onto here so people can see. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And he just went nuts. He went nuts on this this young guy who was just working there for the day. So I'm not saying you know I'm not saying that what he has done should. The punishment that he got is justified. I'm not saying that, right? Because we're human beings, right? Like, can you imagine his mom seeing those pictures? Just it doesn't matter, you know. He has a mom. He has family members. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I do think we should be more empathetic towards each other. Not because what he's done was obviously wrong. He just assaulted a kid who was working, right? This is. This is what, look, we live in society, right? 
We live mm-hmm. in a society. And there are these rules that are being made up by us to keep us, how do you say that? Um, not under control, but to, because effectively we are animals. And without these social rules, stuff like that would happen all the damn time. Yeah. You know, like you could go to the shop and be like, I don't want to pay for this paper. I'm just going to take it. You know, what are you going to do? Stop me? And then you just beat up the shopkeeper. That's yeah. what life would be like if there weren't these social norms. Or like, because like, it, it's obviously like you could do them. There's nothing stopping you hitting someone except um, a social law, a, a yeah. rule that yeah. there's no physical thing to stop you. So this guy thinks, oh, he's the, you know, he's the big dog. Yeah. Any little guy looking at him, you know, just why not? But obviously, <laughs> there's he's not always... bigger than the police. Oh, yeah. There's always someone bigger than you. It doesn't matter how strong you are. It doesn't matter how violent you are. It doesn't matter how big you are. There's 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 always a bigger dog in the yard. Always. Um have you start have you how far are you into the 48 laws of powers? Uh, uh it's not very I'd say okay. rule 3 or something. It, it's okay. it's I'm struggling with it. I keep falling asleep and I Oh, that's fine. Well, listen. Um but so I I'll, I'll, I'll try better. <laughs> you're good. So yeah. the, uh, for the for the viewers, Kelvin and I are going through this book and we're probably going to talk about it in the future, but just to to dab in there a little bit, there's a law that the guy talks about that says know who you're dealing with. Always know who you're dealing with. And it's a good warning because sometimes you're dealing with the wrong person. And if you don't know who you're dealing with, there are there are, there are consequences. Right? Because there are mm. people that'll let things go. There are people that will hold a grudge forever and make your life a living hell, right? So you need to know who you're dealing with at all times before you before you make a, a decision, before you try and beat up innocent workers, before, you know, you, you need to know who you're dealing with at all times. And I think that has a lot of value at, at all times. Another thing is some people think everyone should go see a psychiatrist right everyone mm-hmm. needs therapy i think that guy needs therapy like yeah. the fact that you can just randomly hit someone for nothing yeah that that's insane to me yeah like he issued like like for you like you know we've talked about men being strong for the right reasons right yeah for defending your protecting that type of stuff he's not yeah. protecting anything he's no. not He's defending some, something in his head, yeah. some perceived, yeah, like somebody's just looked at him funny. It's not. Yeah, he did psychotic. issue. That's psychotic. He did issue in a state uh, apology statement. I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> no, you know, he's like you know sometimes like he's like I'm sorry. I called the guy from jail and I apologized to him because he had nothing. To, he did nothing wrong. I'm just sitting with these things sometimes, which. Makes me feel bad for him, right? Because, yes, in the moment, does it? Yeah, because listen, if you, he's he he's a man that can't control himself. No, that's very dangerous. But don't you think there are two type of people? There are people that are are chemically imbalanced, and then people that 
just because if you have mental issues, it needs to be handled properly, right? Like some people can help for being crazy. No, but th- then again, Sur- we talked about this as well. Suriname's yeah. not a good country for that. No, no. So I do think that he has some, you know, mental health issues going on. Yeah. Which that doesn't make it right. <laughs> that doesn't make it right. But, you know, he needs help. He needs help because obviously he doesn't know how to deal with it. But the thing is, no. where do you get help in Suriname? Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Yeah. It's Look, I get I understand what you're saying. But like on like but the way I'm thinking about it is this man doesn't belong in society, you know? Yeah. Uh he needs to be in some <laughs> psychiatric home locked oh, up. Yeah, and you he's, know, a, he's a big dude. Treat him. He tra- it needs to be tra- like obviously that's like what I was saying there's there's rules, right? So yeah. get him like, he knows now, right? I'm sure he can find help. Yeah, I think there's psychiatrists in Suriname. There's got to be. Yeah, yeah. And also, I think I think he realized that oh snap! Like, if you just pick on innocent people, like there are people that are willing to avenge. So I might have to, might have to keep my plus. This is like the the social media age. Everything is out there. Everyone yeah. will tell you you're wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, be, be careful with what you do. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You're you're held accountable now. Like back yeah. in the day, you could get you could get away with so much. You could, you know, you could lie your way out of things, and now it's like the age of social media. Like the proof is always there. There's yeah. somebody. There's somebody somewhere behind a pillar, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with a smartphone. Like you're always under surveillance. Um. There, there was a story of, of a, a package delivery driver who got fired because he um, obviously was saying racial slurs and the camera caught it. Yeah. In the, in the van? No, 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 no. In the, the porch. The, the, uh, I don't know in, in, in England, but in America, everybody has a porch camera. Like the a ring doorbell or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a it's ring becoming doorbell. more common. Yeah, yeah. In America, almost ev- almost every house has it. And this guy was just not happy, I guess, with where he had to be and go. And then he was just cussing up a storm. No, particularly just to himself. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was saying like racial things, wow. racist things, but not to anybody. He was just saying them, and he got fired. So yeah, there's the only place you're safe. I I was thinking about this recently. Um, we were talking about like like on one hand, you know the the neural link, mm-hmm. the spine, phone, mm-hmm. that's the future. Like on one hand, I'd love that. Like I can't wait till I don't have to walk around with a phone in my hand. But on the think? other hand, I don't want I don't want Elon Musk inside my brain. You know, <laughs> <laughs> show me his stupid memes or whatever, making me think in a certain way. So. Um, I'm, I'm personally I'm right now away from Neuralink. <laughs> currently, the only safe place we have that is completely private is in your head. Yeah, that's it. Anything you put online, anything you say out loud, somebody can record it. Somebody can repeat it. The only place you're you have true privacy right now. For yeah, the time I don't being. know. I don't know. I don't know how it is in <laughs> England, but here you could you could get fired of something you posted ten years ago. Oh, 
Here's the same. Well, it's very like cancel culture. Yeah. Very big. Very big. Yeah. Yeah. It's something you don't even have to be that person anymore, right? Or you don't even have to share those thoughts anymore. Because the way I was thinking when I was 18 and the way I think now is we're two different people. Two mm. different people. Yeah. So There's also society's changed. Yeah. Like you used to be a lot more edgy with humor back then. Yeah. And we've become a lot more PC over time. It was big when I was a kid, but it's gotten way more strict yeah. as time's gone past. So yeah, yeah those two. Because I look at like stuff I used to enjoy years ago. You can't make that stuff today. Like you hear that all the time, right? Like Mrs. Doubtfire, that movie. You can't make that today. Why you know? is it a problem? <laughs> it's just it's just the way just the, the language that's used in it. What about Austin Powers? Austin Powers. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> well well Austin Powers is very Mrs. sexist, Doubtfire. isn't it? Yeah, I, it's, I think I think it's that is that is that one line where he catches him peeing. His son catches him peeing, and he's like, "Oh, he's a he's a he she she he she." <laughs> remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> you know, yeah, that'd be pretty oh, difficult sad. to say. Now. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's sad. I hated that movie when I was a kid, but that movie is freaking hilarious. So Dave Chappelle talked about this. Dave Chappelle, I think it was Dave Chappelle, said that cancel culture will ruin. Stand-up comedy it will ruin entertainment. It will ruin everything that we know of of stand-up comedy and and comedy movies in general. Like you, you won't be able to be creative anymore because you're gonna have to suppress so much of your creativity just to appeal to a certain group of people. Which mm-hmm. me even saying that line could probably get me in trouble. Yeah, I hate it. I don't. I don't agree with it. Yeah. I think the majority, it's it's like, um, it's like those climate change protesters. It's it, most people don't have time to worry about that stuff. It's only people that have got too much time on their hands, they got too much money, yeah. or you know they're not working. But the working majority of people, they don't care. They don't yeah. care about political correctness. Yes, they might care about climate change in general, but they're not gonna cry about it today. Yeah. They're not gonna want to change everything. They just want to get on with their lives. They yeah. just want to look after their families, make some money. You know, it's also like political <sighs> correctness. Like, for example, have you seen those YouTube videos about the guy that'll like wear a sombrero and go to Mexico, and he'll ask people, "Does my outfit offend you?" And all the Hispanics are like, "No, we love it." Right, yeah, and then he'll yeah, wear like Asian, that. yeah, he'll wear like Chinese clothes, and he'll go to China, and everybody would compliment him. Yeah. And then yeah. in America, he would ask people who are not even from that culture, and they'll be like, "That's so offensive, right? That's, That's so cultural offensive. appropriation. Yeah. You appropriation, can't be doing yeah. that." And he was like, "Dude, I was literally just in China. I was literally just in Mexico, <laughs> and the people that live, yeah, but they don't know." So now you're telling those people that <laughs> how they to don't feel, know. yeah, how to feel, yeah. That was pre- to, it's pretty I'll interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I've, a pretty interesting take. But no, I agree with you. I think this is a time where life is, for the most part, pretty easy. So we have a lot of time to bicker about little things that don't necessarily matter, because once 
I don't know, you know, God forbid, like maybe if we ever go to war with Ukraine or, you know, if there's a new, a third world war, I don't, I don't think any of these things will matter because we'll just be trying to survive. And most people in most countries, third world countries are just trying to survive. So most of them don't have time or the money. To be, if if third, yeah. if world war three happens, I'm going back to Suriname. I'm going to go back, live in the jungle. That's us. If it happens, I'm signing up for the army. Are you? Yeah. I told my wife. You love America that much? I think that despite what the policies are, despite what the government does, the people who fight to make this country safe so that immigrants can come here, so that people that live here could have a future, have the the ability to try and succeed or try and fail. I think that it's a beautiful thing and it needs to be protected. So despite what the policy makers do, despite what the president agenda is, despite, I, I don't care about that. I care about that. This is a country where you can come with nothing, work really hard, apply yourself, be given a chance and either try to succeed or try and fail. And I believe it's a beautiful thing because where I come from, it's there's no chance like that. Where I come from, if you were born poor, you're die poor. I'm not even trying to become rich, but I'm just wanted to live a sustainable life, and it's it's doable here. So I really respect the people that died for this country to keep this freedom. Just even to in America, you can, and it's a little tricky because you could get freedom, and then it could be a little bit a bad thing as well because here you could be whatever you want to be you want to be you want to be a unicorn you could be a unicorn in america (laughs) right you could be whatever you want in this country which like i said there are some bad things to it because too much freedom is also a little destructive however there are people that died for this country to be that great and if i've gotten the opportunity to come here if it ever comes to that, I'm signing up because I'm sure that there's more people behind me that would want to come to this country and try and succeed and make a better life for their and the family. So I do 100% think that it's something worth protecting. But yeah, okay. like I said, I don't I don't know what the policies are. I'm sure that America has fought a bunch of wars that the soldiers were lied to. That they were fighting for something, but they were fighting for something else. I, I do believe mm. that, right? But every single soldier that goes overseas to fight, they I'm sh- almost 100% sure that all of them do it to protect the freedom that we have in America. That's probably the main reason why they sign up. And I, yeah, I would probably do the same. Because... Dude, you think about, what's it called? Is it North Korea? South Korea? Which one is it? North Korea. North Korea. Dude, you don't have an opinion. You don't have freedom of speech. China? You don't know what, what the government says? You're, you're, you're an enemy of the state. You know? In America, mm-hmm. you still have the freedom to be whoever you want to be. You could follow whatever religion you want to follow. Like I said, there are some downsides to that much freedom. Right? But it's still yeah. a beautiful thing. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving us a subscription. Hit the bell notification button so you're always up to date. 
Don't forget, if you cannot watch, you can always listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. Um, just like always, if you have any questions, any comments, anything you would like us to talk about, or maybe come on and talk to us, you can always send an email. Kelvin is going to add that in the description below. Once again, thank you, and see you next time.